Good morning. Thanks for joining me on the Meg Ellison Show. I sincerely appreciate you tuning in. The only thing that makes it good about getting up on Mondays is that I always look forward to chatting with our friend, Kevin Hermany. Good morning, Kevin. How are you? Well, good morning, Meg. I am always, I hope that you heard me. I mean, that was, I thought it was a kind intro. I do look always. Hey, thank you. No, no, no. I appreciate it very much. And Maybe, um, maybe you were distracted you know, by the, the, uh, the person in front of you that is not driving as fast as you no, should. No, no, no. It's be. all good. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm just actually near my home right now. So. Oh, all right. Good. Good. Yep. Good. yep. So let's talk, let's start by talking about the announcement on Friday. I guess Mayor Katie Rosenberg has never known a, a, a project that she, uh, well, that she couldn't possibly somehow lend a hand to destroying. And it looks like this riverfront project is has imploded again. Well, you know, um, it's not just the mayor's office. It's uh, the entire city hall, from finance to legal to economic development, all at the doorstep of the mayor's office, of course, um, that has led to this kind of chaos and uncertainty about how can the community, how can the citizens, how can the region, how can the small business community of central Wisconsin um, benefit from better leadership? Because it isn't in existence right now and hasn't been for nearly four years. And so what we really need to do is uh, consider alternatives to, to the mayor and her prospective second term of re-election. The reality is that we've seen a number of failed projects, we've seen a number of failed purchases of land and uh, bailouts of businesses that then ended up failing. Uh, the taxpayers always on the losing end of these things. And I don't know what it's going to take for the average citizen of Wassa to wake up and realize that it's not just potholes, which is bad enough, but it's uh, the distraction of Holy Balls Mayor Katie Rosenberg and her inability to provide true, sound, fiscally responsible leadership to City Hall in Wausau. Yeah, we need an adult in, in, in charge. And I mean, the buck stops with the, at the top. And clearly, she's not, uh, you know, we've, I think we've said this before, she's not qualified to be in that position. And it's, it's becoming more and more obvious to the detriment of the taxpayers here in Wausau and beyond. No, I, I think that's true. I, I would also, let's face it, I would also add that, you know, qualifications for being in office are one thing, but it's what you do with the position once you are elected. And if you are the mayor of a central Wisconsin, relatively conservative community, I don't know why it is that one would believe that they're serving their constituents by hanging around with Kamala Harris and environmental wackos over in Europe and Mandela Barnes who and think that that's what's going to benefit our community because it isn't really. It's uh, the mayor is looking for stepping stones and she's for higher office and she's intending to step on the backs, the throats indeed of the people that she's supposed to be serving. Well, and I guess I just say, you know, let's let's um, forget the pretense, Katie. I mean, let's face it. You have not uh, acted in the mayor's 
position as a, a nonpartisan mayor. And, you know, why don't you just, and I mean, I'm certain that Governor Tony Evers would offer her a position in, in his administration. And I mean, I would be the first to uh, plan the, the send-off party for her. I mean, I just, I, I just don't think that, um, you know, let, let's, let's be honest, that uh, unfortunately we've, as a result, seen our, our property taxes rise here in Wausau. We've seen all of the projects that are going to saddle the taxpayers here in Wausau. I mean, there are many people that uh, that uh, would concur that it's just not affordable to live in Wausau any longer because everything costs more, including our property taxes, including all of the well, the, this this water project, which of course was thrust upon us by. You know the hand wringing people that were frightened of PFAS, and you know now we're left to, well, I, I guess we're left to look at whether or not we want a uh, fiscally responsible mayor in the office, or if we want someone who is clearly hyper partisan and has a far left agenda uh, in store for those of us who live and pay taxes in Wausau. Sure. So I, I think I can go down a couple of paths here, Meg, in what you're describing and talking about. Um, you know, and of course your listeners know that I'm on your broadcast uh, in my principally in my capacity of, as chairman of the Republican Party of Marathon County these days. Um, back in that role for the past year and in the next 12 months. In fact, tonight we have our annual party caucus and uh, not a lot of activity, a couple of resolutions, but we're not going to be electing new officers. That happens in the odd election or the odd year, so 2025, and we'll elect new officers a year from now for the following two years. But, Meg, um, you are right. It is a nonpartisan seat that we're talking about, the mayor's position, uh, in the case in most cities, and yet the mayor presently is a hyper-partisan um, individual uh, hanging around with the likes of, as we've talked about, Democrat Party leaders. You know, I'm, I'm a partisan. I'm a party chair uh, on the Republican side. So one might wonder why it is that the Republican Party of Marathon County a couple of weeks ago decided to endorse the candidacy of current city councilman uh, Doug Dinney for the mayor of Wausau, um, indeed, because it is a nonpartisan race. But it's because nobody is fooled by Katie Rosenberg being nonpartisan. And we also felt, importantly, as a matter of fact, that we needed to get the word out that there is a primary next week. And we, with, with absolute certainty, uh, need to make sure that Christopher Wood is not elected and I may have given him more publicity just now oh, than he dear. would yeah. have had otherwise. Right. But a, a robust um, anti-Semite has no place in political leadership in our nation, in our community. And so um, we are recommending that people go to the polls next week on primary day and that they cast their vote for the conservative in the race. And that's Doug Dinney, um, you know, a 15-year Army veteran, um, a major in the U.S. Army commanding uh, important, uh, having important responsibilities as a commander. And um, 
he and his wife have, have three adult children. So, you know, uh, a sales executive. Uh, so he has a business past. He has a military past. He's a homeowner. Uh-oh, I lost you, Kevin. Central Wisconsin oh, of the city of Wausau, much better than Mayor Rosenberg, without a doubt. Well, and I would say that, that I mean, number one, uh, the I guess the number one quality that I want to see, well, okay, there's two things. Number one quality I want to see in a mayor is great leadership skills. I think that Doug Dinney has already demonstrated that he has great leadership skills. Number two, I want someone who's fiscally responsible. And I know you make a great point about, well, here we are railing on the hyper-partisan Mayor Katie Rosenberg. I mean, she let's don't even pretend that you're not a far-left Democrat, Katie. But as far as Doug Dinney is concerned, I like the fact that he has already proven as an alder that he is seeking fiscal responsibility in this city, which is sorely lacking right now. And, you know, for that reason alone, I, I would say that the Republican Party of Marathon County would be endorsing him for that simple reason. I mean, you can say, obviously, too, that you respect his leadership skills. But, I mean, he's not been a... Um, and I mean, I don't say this as a, you know, as a dig on him, but he, I think he's very focused on uh, the fiscal business in this city. And that's specifically what we need. We need a fiscal leader in Wausau. Yeah, he's written a couple of really great uh, opinion page pieces uh, that have been published in the last couple of months. And uh Bringing about the putting a focus on the wasteful spending of the mayor, uh, the city council that seemingly is either in her pocket or unaware of what is the real impact of some of their decisions, some of their votes. Uh, it, it, you know, it's a thankless task in many in many ways to be on the on the city council, to be in the mayor's position. But it is one of enormous responsibility. It requires hard work. You have to study. You have to be prepared for the votes that you're uh, asked to cast. And so, you know, what, whatever next steps are, I'm hopeful that we're going to see, um, we're going to see a better outcome in April. And we're going to have people who are going to step forward and say, you know, what could we have done differently? With all due respect to, to the village of Weston, but what could the city leaders in Wasa have done differently to have appealed to the Amazon uh, folks when they were seeking a location in central Wisconsin. It is a fact. It is an absolute fact that the city, that, that Amazon wanted to put their distribution center in the city of Wausau. And the folks that showed up were so ill-prepared and demanded such ridiculous concessions of Amazon. You know, it's kind of like uh, when AOC out in New York City in the Bronx um, or of Bronx or Brooklyn, I think Brooklyn, when she demanded that uh, Amazon uh, not have their location in her district, which was, what, 28,000 votes, uh, uh, excuse me, jobs, something like that. Absolutely ridiculous. Fool, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and it's the same type of um, decision-making by the mayor of Wausau that led to the Amazon distribution center not being located in the city which would have been a huge taxpayer. Meg, my business has been in the city of Wausau for 28 years. It's important to me 
that we have a great city, that we have a city that is attractive to small businesses, families who want to locate or stay here, who are uh, able to find good paying jobs and able to afford to live in a house, able to afford the property taxes. But when you can move a mile down the road and be in Rib Mountain or Rothschild, Schofield, Weston, uh, any Statine, uh, any of the townships and pay a fraction of the taxes, they're not, the city of Wausau is not being well served by their current mayor. Let's let's go back to the fact that SC Swiderski pulled out of this riverfront project. I mean, this is this is a local company now that has made a decision that uh, they are not going to develop this this riverfront property that would have been a a, a, a great win for the city of Wassa and and frankly something that that the mayor could have uh, taken you know, a lot of credit for, but she has to now, I mean, I think she needs to take blame for it because here we have another example of yet another builder that has decided not to, for, for what I guess they're, they're stating, which seems sort of unusual because the interest rates, uh, have stabilized, um, what, you know, what specifically went wrong and why wasn't the, the, uh, I mean, was, why wasn't the mayor doing everything she could to ensure that this project was a success? Because it wasn't a priority. I'll answer my own question, and you can go ahead, too. Well, when you take your eye off the ball and uh, you're not as prepared, when you're not providing great leadership, um, those who risk, who risk those who seek to risk their private capital can see through it a mile away. And uh, the city of Wausau was just not... Um, serious about how they were negotiating. Um, you know, Swiderski decided to uh, end that partnership. What is it, it was over $50 million deal. And so um, last week, uh, they ended their option to purchase. And so now the city goes, what, back to square one? Uh, I would hope that city council is, is going to wait until after the mayor's election. In fact, I would hope that the city council members, every one of them, regardless of their political leanings, would say it's time for a new per- person in the mayor's office that uh, Air Rosenberg is not the person to lead the city for the next four years and maybe get serious and endorse Doug Denny for the race. Not over this alone, but this is kind of like the last straw uh, from my perspective. And so, you know, the city was going to contribute, what, about 20% of that money, I believe, 200 uh, housing units, um, it's six-story building, a lot of uh, retail space, a lot of restaurants, that type of thing, right in the heart of downtown. And you and I talked about a year and a half ago, two years ago, about whether or not it was the best use of taxpayer funds to put up that money. But the, the truth of the matter is that, but now we're going to read in a couple of weeks that maybe they've decided to go down the street to a community which... Uh, is willing to invest in a willing a community that is understanding what it takes to draw and, and to create economic opportunities for private sector businesses and workers who then end up residing in your city and becoming part of the tax base. But it's not going to happen in Wausau. Well, and I mean, does this give T. Wall an out for the mall project? I mean, he could they they could likely cite this as problematic if 
this uh, housing project is now in question? Well, I think the, I, I think that that project has been um, teetering on the brink of failing anyway, as far as uh, uh, their decision, his decision to bring his uh, private capital to the city of Wausau. You know, people in Mayor Rosenberg's uh, party, and I would broadly say that it's the party, believes that uh, private businesses, that the business owners are evil, that they make too much money, that um, they take advantage of their workers. Meanwhile, the city of Wausau has job openings where they're paying below the the, the wage limit or the wage level that they believe ought to be a national scale. You know, I, I don't understand it, but it, that's because the the liberals, the progressives, they don't understand private capital. They don't understand economic expansion. They don't understand economics. If they understood economics, you wouldn't have people like Pete Buttigieg pushing electric cars down everybody's throats when it's a failed business model in the northern part of the country, at least at this time. You know, I guess uh, it would be it would be interesting for someone in our media, which I'm not sure that they will do this, is to ask her the simple question about what specifically she knew before S.C. Swiderski pulled out. I mean, did they feel, I, I mean, is, is part of the reason they didn't have confidence in in the, the lack of communication between uh, the mayor's office and the, the developer? Because I, I know I've heard that from T. Wall himself is that uh, she's stopped returning his calls. And, and you know, I, I don't think that that's reflective of a, a leader that is interested in seeing uh, businesses prosper and businesses grow and actually even uh, land in the city of Wausau. And, and so what does that tell you about her lack of leadership skills? Well, I remember a couple of months ago when those stories came out about uh, what uh, T. Wall had to say about the city leadership, and he wasn't talking about only some of the lowly, ill-informed city council members. He was talking about city leadership at the uh, pinnacle of, uh, of, of City Hall, at the mayor's right. office, and the Economic Development Authority uh, leader's office, and uh, legal counsel, and the finance director. Uh, by the way, I, I don't know what's going to happen to some of these people. Well, let me get back to my point. That remember how offended she was that uh, this private businessman would air some of the conversations uh, in the public in, in, on your show and in in the local uh, online newspaper um, newspapers. But the truth is that if he's not returning your call, if she's not returning his calls, and they can't come to some kind of an agreement. Why wouldn't he look to go elsewhere? Um, he might see an opportunity here, but if the risk level is higher here than the same economic uh, success opportunities elsewhere, why wouldn't he go elsewhere? By the way, you mentioned PFAS earlier. Yeah. This whole lead pipe thing besides. Yes. Um, you know, uh, essentially, what, what the fact that the federal government and this organization, Corvius, and their, their former their former executives who now started this uh, new organization. Community um, Infrastructure Partners, yep. Uh, oh, my gosh. But but to hear the mayor talk about it um, in, the, in, in her news conferences and her news releases, um, 
it's as though the people who lead the cities of Stevens Point and Plover and Wisconsin Rapids and Marshfield, what, they're, they're so out of it that they want all of their citizens to uh, be exposed to lead pipe uh, contamination. Uh, the city of Wausau um, is, it, it's all a woke agenda from day one on almost every single topic. And so why we can't have moderation in, um, in, in moving forward on some of these programs and projects, you know, test out whether or not, um, and these are 15 to 20 year pro projects that you have to then study and see the impact. Um, Meg, I don't think you were, you were just barely in town, I think, back when uh, Wausau East High School decided to put a, uh, a, a tower, a windmill tower in their backyard, basically. And we heard all about how um, this was going to save so much money and generate so much electricity. And, of course, it did nothing of the sort. Uh, it was down more than it was up. And um, it didn't save anything. And yet they just make this stuff up and are trying to get a hold of the emotions of the typical person in our country, in our community. She's, I mean, Katie is just an amateur. And, you know, I think... There are uh, careers that are more worthy of her attention. I don't know. Maybe teaching balloon art, as I've suggested, or, you know, she has indicated that she likes to dance. So maybe dance classes, dropping it down low, I think is something that she's demonstrated in front of, as you'll recall, in front of the, the uh, I guess now renamed. The illegal drop box. Yeah, the drop box. Yeah. So again, the illegal drop box. Right, right. It's... It's been renamed, but it hasn't been removed. So, well, we unfortunately, unfortunately, Meg, you've now given me an image that I cannot even honey raise for the week. <laughs> yeah, my apologies. <laughs> Thanks for taking one for the team, Kevin Hermaning. As always, a delight to speak with you. Hope you have a great week. We'll talk again soon. Thank you, Meg, and I appreciate your organization. Get involved with Wisconsin and all the work you're doing. Thanks, Kevin. Take care. We'll talk soon. Be well. Be have up. a good day. Going to the 830 News, followed by your calls on the other side. 715-845-2155 on the Mega Ellison Show on WSAU.